0: Well we're so lucky to be joined by the one and only Joey Wheeler, of course of the Highlanders, Tory, son Goliath in Japan, he's a proud Tasman man and doing wonderful work for Sky Sport as well. Joey, great to have you back on the show for 2023, how are you? How have you been? Great
1: to be back on Chris, thank you very much and great to hear Beaver survive um, Cape Town Uh, Beaver, was was there a visit a world-class
2: buffet that is Mavericks at all? Uh, no, I, I stayed away from Mavericks, but I did end up at Camps Bay uh, at a favourite little spot out there on the Sunday Lovely. afternoon.
1: Lovely. Nothing better. That is world-class as well. And what a, what a menu, what a uh, Macca's menu got installed for today on the Drive Home team. Great
0: to be on board. Oh, it's a brilliant, and show we've got on today, Joey, because you're on with us. Um, where have you managed to pull over? Where are you at the moment?
1: I'm in the lovely metropolis of Ovaroo, um, at the moment, beautiful here today, uh, a lovely balmy 20 degrees, so yeah, I pulled over, made my way up to Timaru today, and then, uh, and then on my way back down to dirty old Dallas, so yeah, it's been a nice day on the road, thanks.
0: Well, Joey, the reason, uh, or part of the reason why we've got you on is because of all this news around the rugby circles at the moment, we want to get some clarity. You sat down last week and did this exclusive interview. You had an elephant soft toy, which I'm curious where you got that from, if you raided your children's uh, soft toy uh, supply before you went up to Christchurch to catch up with Razor. But what do you make of this whole situation? He said to you that... A decision, or he's hoping someone will address the decision shortly. Today, he's come out and he said, We'll know in the next couple of days. What's going on? What's your read on the situation? Yeah,
1: gee, isn't it, isn't it great? Like, I love it. This is what I love about Razor Robinson. And, yeah. Um, like, just so open, so honest. Um, and, and this is what Want. Like I, I imagine everyone at Engine R H Q and Auckland and Wellington, they're just sitting there going, "No, I'm not again." Can I'm you imagine? Out oh mate, I can't. I can't can imagine <laughs> it. And, they will just and "And but this is how authentic the guy is. He's not guarded at all. He's um, so open and transparent, and it and it's refreshing. Like we haven't seen anything like this." Game, and that's only a good thing in my eyes. So, oh look, I, I just I just sit and chuckle every time <laughs> he gets up and says something because it's it's so good. Like it just creates so many conversations between people. Like I stopped and grabbed a copy uh, in Omaroon and a guy came up to me and asked exactly what's, what's happening. What's <laughs> happening with Fraser? <laughs> you know, I see he's just said, said this today. So you know, all that all that stuff just um, creates a real buzz around rugby. So I think
0: it's I think it's awesome.
2: Yeah, and and Joey, obviously a lot of it's been ignited from uh, your exclusive a couple of weeks ago. You were two Um,
0: steps ahead of the journos, Joey. We know.
2: Well, he is a a journo.
0: Just like
1: you guys, you know, us respected journalists and broadcasters. We've got to be one step ahead. We've got to ask the hard questions. And, you know, I just knew he was thinking it, I was thinking it, we were all thinking it, and he addressed it. You know, one step ahead, mate.
2: Well, what I want to know. I mean, because of your ability to get so close to the stars of our game, what if, what's what's your feeling? Because every time I hear something, and obviously today's even muddied the waters further for me, because in one half of the interview you feel, oh, yep, he's sitting there as if he's the guy that's got the, been told he's got the All Black job and he's being nice and cool, and then over the other side of the interview you're thinking, oh, he said that, maybe he hasn't got the job.
1: Yeah, I think that's the. That's the brilliance of Razor Robinson. It's a so little bit of smoke and mirrors, isn't it? Like, you, you just, you, you don't know. Like I, I know as much as, as you, and, and listening to that interview, you're going, yeah, what, where is it at? Um, I, I don't know whether he's just trying to create a little bit of a storm, because obviously, for him, the, the earlier the decision, the better, right? It, it plays out in yep. his favour. So, um, he's obviously trying to heap a little bit of uh, media media pressure on the NZR. Um and they try to squash it because they try to go about their business. But yeah, I love the love the toing and throwing in the games. It's um, it certainly makes for for an interesting. Um Viewing from a fan's perspective and from a, a media perspective. And for you guys, you know, like the storylines just, he just keeps bringing them up. So it's easy to talk
0: about, right? Oh, it's the best. Uh, we just don't stop talking about rugby and we don't stop talking about Razor when he does a media conference. You're right. Now, we're investigative journalists uh, here as well, Joey, and we've done a little bit of uh, deep of a deep dive into the press conference today. We've read between the lines. And his first words in that press conference were bullies he addressed the Fijian people before going on to talk about his coaching decision that is coming out in the next few days or the next two weeks could he and will he end up in Fiji as the coach to take Fiji through to the World Cup for 2023, a six month deal jeez oh,
1: look, you know, look at the lines we're going down now split years here you guys really are taking the deep dive oh, I didn't notice that so well picked up um, oh that makes sense to me Look, I'm running with that as well. Um, You know, if if a decision isn't evident, and if it's not in the next few days, like Ray's saying, he might be alluding to in the next few days, he's going to be announced as the Fijian head coach. Who knows? Um, Your guess is as good as mine. But yeah, I I mean, that makes sense, right? Because a lot of, well, very caught of the shock uh, resignation during the week. I mean, there's only a couple of sort of jobs, I guess, that are going um, mm-hmm. into the World Cup or post-World Cup, and that's obviously Fiji and then maybe Scotland post-World Cup. So, yeah, you'd imagine Razor um, post this season, because obviously it's his last for the Crusaders, he'll be lining up some sort of international gig, wherever that may be.
2: Now, why we've got, I guess, one of the premier investigative journalists in the country <laughs> who also doubles up as the Pride of the South, uh, it would be rude of us not to ask... Where in the world do you think Jamie Joseph and Tony mm. Brown are in their coaching careers? And are they happy in uh, the land of Nihon? Or is there a chance that they may be putting their heads up for a New Zealand job?
1: Well, as you can imagine, the, the patter south of the Waitaki um, <laughs> is that Jamie Joseph is going to be taking the reins of the All Black, uh, for the All Blacks. That's what everyone down here is... Um, is thinking and, and probably wanting, obviously alongside the other favourite son of the deep <laughs> south, um, Tony Brown. So, look, the, yeah, the rumour mill um, is you know an overdrive in terms of that. I I can't speak. I haven't talked to either of them. I'd imagine Jamie, he is the master of this sort of stuff. Either like he's the guy that when you're on tour playing um, playing um, checkers, that guy's playing chess. You know, he's a step ahead of everyone. He is, as cunning as they come, he will be um, manipulating the situation, having the conversations he needs to with the right people and working out his angle. So, yeah, he, he'll have a plan. Um, but, Jamie, he plays his cards that close to his chest that even the guy that he trusts the most in terms of his coaching, which is Tony Brown, will not have a clue about what the plan is. Um that's how, that's how tight-lipped that guy is. He, he runs his own ship um, in terms of the, these sort of negotiations, and he runs a pretty good cutter. He's a, he's a silky businessman um, in his own right, and he takes that um, to another level when he's going through his coaching negotiations. So, yeah, master of this stuff. So, yeah, he'll be in the mix somewhere, but okay, your guess is as good as mine what, it, what conversations he's having, bud, because, yeah, he's a master, but he'll be having them.
2: Obviously, last time round in 219, he famously or well, I'm not sure how publicly it was known—he hit the eject button on a couple of the couple of the candidates late in the piece. So uh, you can certainly see what you're saying there, Joey. I just want to know if those two were to come back into the fold, would there be a job in the management for your good self? Maybe the maybe a media manager, and and maybe be, open the doors a bit up more than I guess currently we are experiencing in a lot of the teams. Oh, around open Zealand. the curtains. Yeah.
0: Oh look, I tell you what, if I became
1: media manager of the All Blacks, that'll be a free flow. Just fill <laughs> your boat. Right. Get in there. Yeah, that's exactly that's what we need on right. the show. Yeah. That's exactly it. No, no questions, a silly Christian. Just go for it. Like <laughs> show your personality let's get out there.
0: Yeah. Oh, too good, Joey, too good. Uh, before we let you get back on on your way back to Dunedin, uh, another one of Dunedin's favourite sons, and there's been a few that we've spoken about today, Aaron Smith, after 13 years, this will be his 13th and final year, it sounds like, with the Highlanders after he's just signed this uh, amazing deal for him and his family. That will leave a huge hole in the Highlanders and the All Blacks, won't it? Oh, massive, yeah,
1: what a... What a legend, not only of the, of the Highlanders, but of all-black of All Black rugby, I think. Uh, the most capped back, uh, all-black back of all time, and obviously the most capped Highlander of all time as well. So, yeah, he's he's, le- he's going to be leaving an amazing legacy. Obviously, a, a world-class um, halfback. He, he transformed the game, I believe, mm. in terms of um, halfback play. Um, the speed in which he plays with, um, his speed of pass, his accuracy of pass. Um, still to this day, like, the the best passer of the ball that I've ever seen and um, the hardest worker I've ever seen as well. Like, it's no fluke that the guy is still playing some of the best rugby um, he's ever played at 35. Um, He really does treat his body like a temple. He invests in his body um, and his preparation for every season and every game is just phenomenal. So I'm just absolutely stoked from... Uh, for him, as a, um, a good mate of mine and a, and a great teammate. That he's, um, you know, he's, he's been able to finish on, on a real high, and hopefully mm-hmm. that's the case. He goes uh, all the way through this season and has a um, stellar season with the Highlanders. Hopefully wins the title and then um, wins the World Cup um, with the All Blacks. It'll be um, a champagne way to finish, and, and he does deserve it because he's an absolute champion. He's had his, he's had his issues, and they've been well documented. But I think the way he is fought back and, and um, got respect back from um, not only the New Zealand public, um, but the, the world rugby public is just a credit to who the guy is. And, he, and he's, a, he's a great human being and a, and a fantastic rugby player. And now he can go fill his pockets with him um, like me. <laughs> just and, like you two. <laughs> and, and, uh, and enjoy, and enjoy uh, what uh, will be um, a well-deserved um, you know, break over and or um, sort of I guess uh, overseas rugby experience at, at Toyota Blue, although
2: I don't know Nagoya, it's not you know not the <laughs> big thing like Tokyo, but it'll do. You know, just just check the the, the balance every month, Dave? I was, ga- was going to say, I, I hope you told him yesterday to get paid a little bit more, having to put up with Nagoya as your <laughs> home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the four,
1: the four or five months off that he that he'll get, I'm sure that'll make up for it.
0: Now, uh, Joey, I know I said we're going to let you get on the road again, but I, I need to ask yep. you uh, just something else. Uh, it's almost that time of the yeah. year where Beaver and I uh, make our picks for who's going to win. Wedding? Oh, well, the wedding? The wedding's a week and a half away, and I know you'll be getting prepared for that. But
2: uh, uh, so like, pick.
0: <laughs> how, how is your Highlanders looking for this season? Oh. Honest, honest opinion?
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Looking good, oh, we, we can't afford to have any injuries, like, and I mean any. Uh, <laughs> so no depth there? No <laughs> yeah, oh, Look, the, the Hollanders will have a, um, I'm really impressed with the growth in terms of the forward pack. I think uh, a lot of those young uh, type forwards are, are going to hopefully come of age this year. I'm thinking the likes of Putty Putty Parker mm. and Josh Dixon and Fabian Holland, I think. And those three, you've got um, the next crop of potential All Black locks. Um, where there's some some firepower in that back row, obviously as well, with the loose forwards and Shannon Frizzell, Marino McKayle too, and, and an embarrassment of riches at seven with Lenchis, mm. Billy Harmon, and Sean Withy. So they've got they've got a little bit of depth there. My my real concern with the Hollanders is the outside backs, and it has been for the last two years. They just haven't been able to recruit um, the star power. Hopefully. Jonah Nareke can stay on the field for the whole season because when Jonah Nareke is on the field for the Highlanders, they look 10 times the, uh, a better side. They they struggle for that real game-breaking ability, and when Jonah's there, he, he gives them that. Uh, so hopefully Jonah can stay healthy for the whole season. interested to see how Jonah Lowe fits into the, to the mix, but they're still missing a, a world-class fullback, and I don't know how the fitness of Mitch Hunt so they could be a little bit light at 10 as well So Freddie Burns And maybe the uh, Mercurial Marty Banks Might be able to pull something out of the uh, uh, Rabbit out of the hat this season and, and create some miracles But yeah, I hope they can, they can front and just stay healthy Because they, if they can put a good 23 um, on the field Week in week out They'll be a sniff
0: That's
1: sort quarter-final spot,
0: I think. You love to see that Highlanders magic that is pulled out of the hat. Joey Wheeler, thank you so much. Get back on the road. Get home safe. uh, Back to your children and your wife in Dunedin. And we'll see you in a week and a half's time. Yeah, you, get those cold, girl. <laughs> thanks, Joey. Joey Wheeler joining us uh, just past or oh, oh, He's pulled over on the way back uh, to Dunedin from Timaru. And boy, there was a feast of information to uh, dissect in that. We'll go to a quick break here uh, on the run home, thanks to Rotoflex by Blunston's ability meets the freedom to move. When we come back, we're going to jump into all of that.